0: So, okay, so l- let me get this straight first. Let's be clear about this first. By no means, I, you will not find me canceling Kirk Franklin, all right? That music has got me through. When I don't feel like going to church sometime and I just need to sit back and get my blessing, that's my go-to, okay? I, that music is that I, part of my identity. It's not going nowhere. With that said, let's talk. <laughs> now, this is not even necessarily directed at Kirk Franklin, but I mm-hmm. do think he's the catalyst for it. Right. Let's let's just be very clear. I'm not I'm not at all in agreement that the, the son was shot out for for releasing the recording and trying to out his pops like that and trying to ruin his career. A Especially, butchered
1: edited recording at that, uh, which you can sure. tell.
0: Uh I couldn't really tell exactly what was going on because I heard a lot of different versions. One I heard a different clips, one was like where he said shut he said uh uh he where it sounds like he told his dad to shut the f up. But from what I heard it sounded like he was repeating what his dad said like shut the f up. And then uh and, and people said but from there people so he was trying to be real disrespectful. All I'm saying is he was shot out for trying to ruin his dad's career, especially on Grammy Sunday like that on Sunday. He did that on purpose on this morning of Grammys on Sunday. He did that.
1: I mm, I think it was more that and a situation where stop putting all your business up online. Like, I get what you're trying right. to do, right. but just keep you can be harming a situation more than you're helping a situation. You can exactly. be harming a relationship that you claim you want to mend. Instead right. of helping a situation that you should be mending, you, you like know? what
0: is your intention behind doing that? Like, what was that going to cause? But, but, but the reason. But here's the thing, that, but let's also talk about this though. Um, I hear a lot of it's a lot of dads, yo, it's a lot of dads up on. Uh, 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 I, I'm seeing talking about a lot of dads, It's a lot of people, especially a lot of people in the black community, talking about how, you know, well, yeah, my father talked to me like that. It's okay for you. It's fine. You, that's how your parents talk. Who hasn't gotten cussed out by their parents and all right. like that? Correct. Let's talk about that. Number one, if we want to talk about switching, you know, reversing generational cycles and whatnot, if we want to talk about having closer relationships with your kids, if you want to talk about, you know, um, actually having your kids want to talk to you about things and not hide things from you. Then let's normalize not verbally abusing our kids, because honestly, that's exactly what that is, whether it's been something that we've tolerated for forever or for not. Um, you shouldn't talk to anybody like that you we teach our kids not to talk to anybody like that so how can you talk to your kid like that number one i you're agree so, i you're agree you you're the person who's supposed that. to be building that kid up you're right. supposed to be that the whole world is going to tell that tear that kid down so for anybody you can't be the person the person at home can't be the person trying to tear the kid down and then at the same time talking about hey i want you to be open and come talk to me because here's the thing if you're gonna use that tough love method of of talking to your kids like that parents can right help, then if you're gonna do that you I think you have to understand that you better have something on the other side of that to back that up with some to balance it out with some encouragement as well and some reinforcement and not always go to that as your go-to tactic because I say that because as much as you may feel like you're entitled as a parent what you have to realize is that kid is going to grow up one day and then they get to make the decision as to whether or not they want to keep you in their life.
1: Right. So what I got from all of that, those recordings, things like that is raise your kids how you want to raise your kids.
0: I should have led with this. Being a black man is traumatic. It's hard. There's a lot of uh, 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 trauma. There's a lot of things that you have to fight past in the world just from being a black man. And so when you become a man, you have some pride. So for anybody to come and try to tell you that you are doing the, to question you, especially your kids, you're thinking, well, who are you to question me? But what you gotta realize is that kid is going to grow up someday. People up here, big up bigging Kirk Franklin like, ugh, uh, 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 bigging up Kirk Franklin like he's doing the right thing. When they they think that they're in Kirk Franklin's shoes, that's a completely different situation. Uh, uh, or that's a situation where the father has Probably been there the whole time has you know has those experiences and those memories to really say you know who do you think you're talking to that's not every father's situation and um all fathers don't necessarily but some fathers want that respect without having putting in that work
1: so what i took from the situation was a lot of people parent differently and you should not parent your kids how you want to parent your kids um, in agreement to what you said, like yeah, be prepared for the consequences if that's what you choose to do. Parent your kids how you want to parent your children, you know. Um, as well as, I feel like this is a situation where somebody who was seen as this holy person, or even really called, a, or yeah. even called a pastor, he's um, a when he's not,
0: he's just
1: just to, to just to be, you know, torn down. Like I feel like it was one of the situations where. We really shouldn't be involved in this because we're going to have different opinions. And and this is literally none of our business. none of our business. It did open up a lot of discussion of people just saying, like, you know, that's how I was growing up. And that's how I was raised. And it's normal and things like that. But at the same time, it's like realize what we had normalized over the years and understand that that's not always the solution. And there's better ways to communicate with one another. One another. Um, I just hope that they find healing one day. Same. And keep all of that mess and drama off of the internet. Social media kills a lot and what people don't realize what you open, the portal you open that door to, Mm. like that can stay open forever. You can be they can mend their their relationship tomorrow and be Mm -hmm. great.
0: You will still get the, yeah,
1: that that audio will still be out there. Things will be still circulating forever more. So well, all that said and done, imagine me beating your ass.
0: Let's start the show, shall we?
1: Mm-mm. You couldn't. <laughs> you didn't have to do it there. Oh, you don't know what's coming your way. I've been, I've been working all night.
0: Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. up I've been, I've been on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going All right, welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: where we give it to you straight.
1: Mm-mm. She Hello. thinks me,
0: she thinks my accent's fake,
1: Mm-mm. but
0: it's not. Just that. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, Hello, news, please. and everything related, while you Around the way, okay, I'm done, that's it, I just wanted to get that off. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is Beyond The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to the Grammy Museum, where you can see Beyonce's picture every single place. Hmm.
1: okay. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Springing Forward this weekend.
0: But either way, anyway. This is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. How are you on this beautiful St. Patrick's Day?
1: All right. <laughs> um, I'm doing well this evening, feeling happy and blessed to be alive in this space, in this company, in this time. Uh, we are in the midweek of March. It's flying by. First quarter's almost over. Mm. You know, things are flying by. Um, things are also looking up for me and my life. And I'm just really happy to be here. Um, Spring begins this weekend. Mm -hmm. My least favorite season, but y'all like it. We talked about this, you know, the inconsistencies.
0: Spring and fall for me.
1: Yeah. Spring Mm -hmm.
0: and fall for me.
1: All this means is that summer is, ah, it's down the block, child. It's down the long (laughs) boulevard. And I cannot wait until it is blazing hot.
0: Is it me or do I feel like it? Like Christmas is already around the corner. It's you <laughs> like, and like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I see, like, like we're already at the end of. We're already Mm-mm. three months into the year. That happened quick. I feel like it was just New Year's. I can already see how this is about to be the end of spring going into summer. How? I can picture because <laughs> I already. I I can already see it. Like I already see what's gonna happen. Like we have this, and then we go into spring. And spring ends with May, June, and that's when the when the vaccine is going to get here. Everybody's going to be talking about the vaccine, and then before you know it, all the vaccines going to be here, and then it's going to be summertime, and everybody's going to be talking about. Oh, people are going to be going out, half going out, half not going out, and then school's going to start back up for real, for real in the fall. These parents can't wait to get these kids back into school. These parents. That the kids, was honestly
1: the point. The point. The, the whole point of like you know the vaccines right. being handed out like Tic Tacs at church was so that. <laughs> School can be open in the fall, and the kids parents. can go back to school to in, in person learning. Right. You know. Right. But anyway, it's right. not about them. Uh, signing those kids. It's about me, and I'm just <laughs> feeling really great this evening. How are you, Khalil?
0: I am doing quite well. I'm. That is a uh, embellishment. I actually hurt myself today, but only through the um through the empowerment of Jesus Christ, and um in the name of uh Beyonce Knowles Carter, 28 time Grammy winner. Am I here right now to uh, talk about the great accomplishments? Uh, a couple of firsts. One thing I didn't mention last week, when uh, it was Biggie's, uh, the anniversary of his death, which I don't know why we celebrate that more than his birthday, however. Um, because it was
1: such an impactful day that it day. It was,
0: it was, it was. And the documentary came out and all like that. Uh, but I listened to Born to Die for the first time all the way through.
1: I interesting
0: I, I never done that like you know i know tracks i know all tracks off of it but like from top to bottom i was like oh the documentary made me want to do it It really i get the story that it tells um i have life after death on vinyl i'm definitely gonna check that out from like back in the day day just in the house mm,
1: yeah. that's good
0: yeah i also watched this movie last night for the first time another thing like i had seen in parts you ever seen i saw uh death becomes her with, it has uh, Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn and Bruce wow, Willis. Wow, that's
1: like an 80s movie.
0: It came out in 1992. Okay. But the, uh, the thing is, oh, so I have a phobia of broken bones. <laughs> and that
1: movie, <laughs> ah,
0: there's a lot of broken bones in that movie. But that movie came out in 1992. And it was just just like watching Meryl Streep and great. She's one of my favorites. Just great actresses, great actors. She's a really great actress. She had that same confidence in 1992 that you see her having now. So it was just like it was. It just really reemphasized to continue to walk in confidence now and not wait for it, you know. Because she's still, she's she's still she's become an even better actress and had that kind of confidence back then, you know.
1: I agree.
0: Yeah. All right, you ready? Always. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody! Let's get into the weekly playlist. <laughs> the weekly. Playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby.
1: To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly where we release it every week. This week we've got Just for Clarity by Blast and Russ. When it's all said and done, Take Time by on Believe for it. By CC Winans, and Sailing Souls by Janaeiko.
0: This week for my first album, I had Just for Clarity by Blast and Russ. Uh, Blast is from Los Angeles, and Russ is from Atlanta, Georgia, but originated in Secaucus, New Jersey, just down the road there. Um, This is Blast has been releasing music since 2015. Russ debuted his uh, Russ uh, Russ's first label album was debuted with Columbia Records in 2017 but he's been releasing, releasing music way before then. He came up with that great model of releasing singles, he started, I think uh, in 2019 or 2018 into 2019, releasing singles every week, every week um, instead of an album to continue to gain following, which is an awesome model. The whole thing was really produced by Blast and it had a feature uh, one song had a feature from Drakeo the Ruler. So this was I I enjoyed it. It was a simple two pack, but it still showed the diversity of Blast as a producer. Um, both of the songs were hip hop, but they they both had a a laid back feel. But the first song featuring Drakeo the Ruler was more. Don't forget featuring Drakeo the Ruler was more. I feel like that one was more for riding. Like I, I I would I would smoke, go out, ride, turn up the uh the volume, and just ride to that. Or going somewhere, I would just ride to that. The second one, um, Fuck Boys. I feel like that one was more for vibing Like if you're chilling with your shorty You're chilling with your girl right. uh, you, know, you got someone in the background You're trying to set the mood That's what that one is. Cold heart with it yeah. Thought to love
1: again and I get it Time and time she tried to deal with it But fuck boys, fuck it up for real niggas I been in my bag for a minute I got time today, I might spin it I'm just trying to say I might heal it But fuck boys, forget it up for real niggas Yes, yeah, I know you need but we can take oh, so don't get me
0: wrong i love the second one i love the whole thing i i like i really like russ as a rapper the line fuckable as said by is said by a uh, blast but the line "fuck a boys fuck it up for real niggas yes is a nice one it's a catchy one i'm not sure how i feel about that being one of the songs in russ's catalog <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> i get it
0: Um, Because this project is, uh, it was mainly, it it really is mainly a Blast project. But if you go to both of their pages, Russ and Blast, it's listed as an EP on both of their sections. uh, With Russ's being the song, uh, the latter song. But it was really cool. I enjoyed it. Um, Don't do that song live, though. Don't do that. Mm -mm. Don't do that live.
1: (laughs) Blast is one of my favorite artists now um, since this project. And as soon as I saw Don't Forget, I played that. I still played it on repeat at least once a day. Mm -hmm. like since it's released like Mm -hmm. i added it to my playlist that song is popping um i like his sound Mm -hmm. in general um and yeah i'm excited to hear more music from him for my first project this week i had when it's all said and done take time by Givion. he is a 26 year old singer from Long Beach, California, whose actual name is Givian, He's been releasing music since 2018 with his debut single, Garden Kisses. Love that song. Rediscovered it recently, actually, because I first heard of Givion in 2019 with his single, Like I Want You. Mm-hmm. Now, when it's all said and done, Take Time is a combination of his first project and... His first EP and his second EP. His first EP, Take Time, was released around this time last year, right? Can you believe that? Like, around this time last year, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, is when Take Time was released. And I had it, like, on repeat. Like, I was telling you, like, this project was so good. I'm re- we threw him on the playlist. Like, right. I, I loved it so much. Then he released When It's All Said and Done in fall of 2020. He added... Um, the song All To Me as a new bonus track which I do love I vibe with All to me All to me Oh he still don't make you feel beautiful I know but
0: I do Just know I got you He still don't even give you enough It's true in my room I ain't gonna stop you Oh he still don't make you feel beautiful I know but I do Just know I got you
1: Dude, don't even give you in my room I' ain't gonna stop Wait. and if this you want, the whole project in this in this entirety is great. Um, I love all the songs from take time. Uh, I love Givion's voice his tone as no 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 like it always feels like like I don't know, it reminds me I don't know why but like like his tone reminds me of songs that I would hear in the background of, like, an episode of Reading Rainbow. Okay. Like, it gives, like it gives me a nostalgic feel. I don't know why. Okay. All but right. that, that's just what his tone gives me. Take a um, look.
0: Is it a book?
1: Um, hey, I guess. Uh, he signed to Epic and basically because of, not really because of, but Gavion really gained popularity when um, Drake put him on to Ch- Chicago Freestyle. Uh, On his dark lane demo tape, and that's when everybody was like, "Oh my God, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Who's this?" Um, And opened up the doors for him, which is crazy. And like I said, like you know, before all it takes sometimes is another artist who's already at the top to say, "Oh, I vibe with you. I fuck with you. I want you to be on this project," and that's all it takes. Now the whole world's like, "Who is this Giveon character? Who is it based off of one song?" You know, Mm -hmm. but still proud of his. So proud and happy for him and his success. Um, And, yeah, excited to hear more from Gibeon.
0: Most definitely. This week for my second album, I had Believe For It by CeCe Winans, who's from Detroit, Michigan. This is her 13th album. The producers on this project were Dwan Hill and Kyle Lee. Apple autocorrect. Y'all really need to start learning black names and, and stop trying to correct Dwan to Dean. His name is Dwan. Thank you. Mm. Um, <laughs> there weren't really features on here she had a choir uh, so gospel nor CeCe Winans are strangers to our playlist I reviewed CeCe's 11th studio album Let Them Fall In Love in 2017 our first year out, and I know I've mentioned on here how BB and CC were my introduction to gospel in 1991 with "Addictive Love" when my mom was working at Capitol. The thing that made me the the thing that made this album different was that it was live. It's labeled as a live worship experience. CC's voice is definitely one of the most legendary voices in gospel, and easily uh, rests in the same caliber of her friend as her friend. Whitney Houston Uh, yeah she can also easily toe the line of Christian contemporary music and gospel I like a good CCM song here and there but uh when CC does it with the 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 way the soul comes through her tone it automatically tells a story and I forget that I'm listening to a CCM I I, I forget that I'm listening to CCM I feel like it's gospel and it's just a great feeling on this project, I didn't really have a song I didn't like. I love the live version of her classic song, Alabaster Box. Mm. Oh, she did a live version of it on here. That song is like more than a decade plus. It old. really is. Right. but And then she did it. And, and the thing on there, she has a couple of notes in there that she got. um, And she kind of sings says it. She's like, you did you. We go from bravado to like straight, <laughs> uh, uh, like talking. You did not feel what I felt when he put his loving arms around me. And okay. it felt like, it felt like, um <laughs> it was a couple times that she did that, and it felt like she, I was listening, I was reminded of Whitney. It just mm. reminded me of Whitney, the way Whitney go for like. <laughs> I have nothing, nothing, if I don't have you. <laughs>
1: I remember me being younger and thinking that it was Alabaster Box, and I was like, oh my god. (laughs) For Jesus. But you know, I was young. (laughs) Yes, child, really. For my second project this week, I had Sailing Souls by Janae Aiko. So this project from one of our faves, Janae, is actually 10 years old. Old. I know when you go to look it up on streaming services, it says 2020, 2021, but she decided to re release it. Um, for the OG Janae fans, raise your hand, can't see you, but I'm raising my hand with you. Sailing Souls is probably one of your first times hearing Janae in like a mixtape form. It was her first mixtape that she released after she was like on the B2K remix. Volume 1 album. When she was
0: just Janae. This was when her, was Janae just... Aiko.
1: Right. No, she was just Janae when she was um, with B2K and doing yeah, songs. I'm like doing this, songs. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying and this
0: was her, this is her mm-hmm. first This one is, is her, Janae. yeah.
1: Jhene Aiko debut. Um, she released it on her birthday twenty twenty in 2011. And I remember literally being on, I don't know, what streaming service at the time, but downloading this. And I wore this mixtape out. My 21 year old self wore this mixtape out. It was so great to me at the time. A thought is born.
0: Not you. Not, and that's just not for you, many.
1: No, I mean, because there is this, a thoughty song on there. So that's this why I said it's actually funny. For many. Uh, produced by birth, her
0: This was the birth of a nation This was the birth of a generation
1: <laughs> Produced by her and Fistikoff's This project is perfect to me From top to bottom um, A lot of my favorite songs Here Stranger uh, Love it Ho Now Ho if, For those of you who are new Janae fans Remember Ho on Chalumbo so Right? With Miguel and with Future. Now I remember when she when that album came out and I saw it and I was like, oh, oh, but it wasn't like exactly the is same that song.
0: Future, is that Future or Gucci? I I thought future, was,
1: Future's on really? the new one. Gucci's on the OG one. Okay. So Gucci's on this one, right? Which was amazing when I first heard it. I was like, oh shit. Ugly girls quiet, pretty girls riot. I was like, (laughs) okay. It made you want to do the bob, baby. Big black diamond, bigger than a black razor. Asian, black, Caucasian, I'm blazing. I just hope you don't think that I'm some
0: kind of home. I don't know. He just makes me feel like
1: he's. Take it slow, but he makes me feel like he be on my July featuring Drake was on here. My Mind is Good. Growing Apart 2 um, featuring Kendrick Lamar. At the time, Kendrick Lamar had released his mixtape um, as well, Overly Dedicated. So Growing Apart is on both of their projects. Um, and yeah, Sailing Souls, uh, the re-released version, she added a few extra songs that you would probably find in the universe on SoundCloud, such as, uh, Living Room Flow, Mirrors, Two Seconds, and Snapped. Um, thank you so much, Janae. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't have to go to SoundCloud to listen to this anymore and listen to the the ads on SoundCloud because I'm not buying it, but... Um, I'm really glad that she decided to release this project on streaming services, as well as the songs that only those who have heard her a long time ago know about. Um, Still love this project. Still think these songs snap very well. Um, And they are still relatable. And they're so good. And you also hear like a lot of Janae's early vocals. I think she pretty much sounds the same, though. Mm. Like in my opinion, she sounds the same. She's always been soft spoken. Um, But yeah, love it. Mm. Oh, also Sailing Not Selling featured Kanye West in the um, original album. Sailing Souls, is just has um, Sailing Not Selling, but she took out Kanye.
0: Right. And then what came after that? Then Sold Out came after Sold this. Out
1: came out. Mm-hmm. And that was the first album.
0: Right. What's her, what's her, do you know her, what's her discography? What's the order? Because Sailing Souls EP, I mean mixtape, Sold Out album. Then what came after that? I just know Trip... But something else than Chalumbu, or no? I think some I think it was Trip than Chalombo.
1: Trip than Chalombo, which is albums that came out by her.
0: Right, right. So what was in, what was between Trip and uh, Sold Out?
1: Uh, you had Twenty Eighty Eight. Right. Oh, is
0: that is that considered a Nah? I'm not. I'm not listening that as a Janae project. That's a group project. That's
1: a collab. That's a collaborative album. I love that. Album. Um. Oh, I wonder we.
0: I wonder, I
1: think. And you mean sail out, sail out. Right. Remember, because she never, she said, like, don't lose your soul. So it's always sailing. Like, the whole theme was, like, sailing. Like, you know, sailing souls. It's like a a BG theme. She's a Pisces. You know, it's a water theme. And the same thing with sail out.
0: It's not called sold out?
1: So sail out became before sold out. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Sale out. Oh, you're right.
1: Sale out and sail. then sold sail. out. S-O-U-L-E-D. Sold out. Yes. Right, right. It was a project that came out in
0: 2014. All right. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the albums. Black Pumas by Black Pumas. Love and Mind by Peter Collins. Do You Dance by Dip Low and various artists? And Live and Living by Sean Paul. I don't see the roots and tonic, so she have to feel the pressure all night and I hit move. Up on, pop spaceship, girl. Set it, make me take it to a hole other the world. Come on, let's face it, girl. Me love it when you shake it, twist it and turn. Up on, pop me spaceship, girl. Set it, make me take it to a hole other the world. Come on, let's face it, girl. Me love it when you shake it, twist it and turn. move
1: Music news. What happened this week, Khalil?
0: The only thing that you need, the only music news that we need to be talking about are the facts. Okay. And the facts are that I'm just going to keep on saying what I've been believing since 2003 when I witnessed it for myself. B Say. All right? Mm-hmm was named as the most decorated female artist and soon to be the most decorated artist at 28 Grammys to her name uh 3 away from being uh 4 away from being 3 away from being tied 4 away from being the most uh Grammy decorated artist ever um it was a great sunday it was the grammys were the grammys were sunday um actually they had a pretty, I, I really enjoyed it. From 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock, all four hours during the pandemic, they really had time. Um, I didn't kind of like the angle that they were coming from first because they described the BET Awards as like, a, they said it was a music video show because of mm. the way that they did it. And I just think that they had time. BET, always, during this time, I just want to make sure that we give BET their credit as the first award show to pop out during um, pandemic season to really set the bar. And I think that they did a great job. Excellent Um, job. They did an excellent job. And everybody's taken that model and built on it since then. Um, And so the Grammys, they were able to do, at this point, with restrictions lifted and, you know, us being in different phases in different parts of the country. um, In California, they were able to do half in person. uh, And actually a lot in person, but separated and spread out into different rooms and whatnot. uh, And also virtually. Trevor Norrell was a great host. I thought it was Mm. good. Okay. Yeah. Some people say he served his purpose And in um, the sense that I don't know if you remember Samuel L. Jackson when he hosted the BET Awards. He wasn't like he wasn't out there doing a whole bunch of acting and like like uh, trying to make people laugh. He said, "My purpose is to keep the show moving. I'm just here to keep it moving," and that's exactly what. And Trevor we enjoy
1: Samuel, but I feel like Trevor Noah. I didn't realize how much I think he's corny, and I didn't oh. realize that until Sunday. Okay. Um. I, he has a few laughs here and there, but I feel like a lot of the jokes, were they jokes? I don't know. They were forced. And I feel like the moments that they happened, like it was it was too much for it. And it was just like pretty lame. And I, I caught myself well, the- getting an- annoyed with him <laughs> after a while.
0: The Grammys are very, very scripted. They're very scripted. Um, I don't know if you saw the pre-show. The pre-show before I started in the afternoon, um, Janae Aiko was the host. You can tell that she was very scripted. Uh, The funniest thing was Bill Burr, in my opinion, going up there as a comedian presenting that award. We'll get there. And he was totally maybe supposed to be scripted and just went off script and was sounded was the most human that I heard all night. So here we go. Let's start from the bottom up. Yeah. I know why you made that face about Bill Burr because they was canceling him on
1: Twitter. No, I don't know who that is.
0: Oh, he's a comedian. He Trevor was wasn't funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, <Okay>. man.
1: <laughs> Well, maybe. <laughs> Cringy at some points Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, like when he was in the, the bed with Cardi, it was just uh Yeah, that was a bit much. And I was <sighs>
0: cause you never seen an artist on the Grammys have to sit there after their performance and
1: And stand there like, uh huh. That's why Beyonce <sighs> looked so like so right. confused when he was like, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold That's on. Right. History had oh. just been made. Oh, I was it, like, why it, is this nigga <laughs> out here again?
0: <laughs> he did it twice. He did that <laughs> twice. God Right. Uh, Let's talk about that history. Let's talk about all of it. So, first, let's talk about these awards. Let's start with the biggest, the first one that happened at the pre-show. Blue Ivy Carter is now a Grammy Award winner for Best Music Video uh, with her and WizKid and Beyonce. That was was Beyonce's first Grammy of the night.
1: I didn't think she was going to lose, so... Shout
0: out to, uh, so shout out to Rhapsody, who won her first Grammy, who won a Grammy, I believe. I think it's her first one, uh, for being featured with Jacob Collier. And uh, if he, for He Won't Hold You, they won for Best Arrangement and Instruments and Vocals. So shout nice. out to Rap. Uh, shout out to Billie Eilish. So Billie Eilish won her first Grammy of the night. This made it number six for her after bringing five home last year uh, for No Time to Die, which is the theme from the James Bond movie, I'm a James Bond Head, which uh-huh. hasn't even come out yet. The mm-hmm. film was supposed to come out in November. Then they said it's supposed to come out. Uh, uh, it was supposed to come out last year. Then it was supposed to come out in November of last year. then they say it's going to come out in like next month. We'll see. But this, however, she already won the Grammy for the for the thing, so that's great. Um, also, Burna Boy won a Grammy, his first Grammy okay. for best, best global music okay. album. Okay, yes. okay, okay,
1: <laughs> okay. You know how I go off for Burna Boy, of course. Right.
0: Here we go. Bad Bunny also and won his he first and he Grammy.
1: performed so well,
0: so well that I think I, I think he had a virtual performance and I think that that was in the beginning, the pre-show. But that was one of the examples of have of, examples of how they did it virtually and it was great. It was so dope.
1: And he performed "Yeah" because yeah, y'all love that song.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> um bad bunny won his first grammy for uh best latin pop or urban album for for i'm not gonna say the title for it's because it's it's not that i can't pronounce it it's just all letters so i'm good
1: oh my god but yes shout out to it's, bad bunny it's <laughs> for y
0: <laughs> A- for y h l q m we know plg okay know, <laughs> all right so here we go gospel category You can try to knock him out if you want to, but my man is going to come back and get what he wants and then take it. To get his Grammy and then go home and lift up the toilet and pee on it once again. Kanye West won Best Contemporary Christian Music Album for Jesus Is King. Not okay. even gospel. He won Best Contemporary Christian Music Album. He beat out the white the white Christian artist for Jesus Is King. Shout out to shout out to Naari Jacobs, part of my homegirl from Howard University. who was part of the choir. She was a Grammy winner. Hallelujah. Mm. Um, Jonathan McReynolds won for uh Best Gospel Performance Song. P.J. Morton won for Best Gospel Album, and he had a lot of features on that album, like Clark Sisters, nice. Yolanda Adams, Kirk Franklin, everybody, a whole bunch of people. So everybody who was on there also got a Grammy. Um, and then the Fisk Jubilee Singers, they won for Best Roots Gospel Album. I just wanted to shout them out because uh, – I, when I, when, um, so shout out to HBCUs. When I was at Howard and we had to learn black history, we learned that the Fisk Jubilee Singers were the first – a uh, gospel choir formed in like a, a, a to, to win and then compete and go on to really set the standard for what it meant to be a, a, a HBCU gospel choir so 150
1: ah years... they were the original sister actor <laughs> yes yes yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> that's the first thing I heard when you said before singing does not put food on the table yes it does <laughs> yes
0: it does. Get your Grammys, too, uh, before you even get your degree. Look at that. Okay. It's the yeah, 150th year. Also, so shout out to, like I said, Bill Burr. He was, he's a comedian. I like him. Uh, I, I listen, because I listen to com- comedy, uh, he's, a, he's in the mix with Rock, with Chris Rock and, and uh, uh, Dave Chappelle and whatnot, and he's, I listen to his podcast sometimes. Married to a black lady. But, uh, not that that gives him all the credit. It doesn't. It doesn't really give him anything. I still be giving him the side eye sometimes, but I can relate to his comedy a little bit more. Um, he is, but well, he was nominated, but he.
1: Oh, the bald guy. I had to Google him because I'm like, who the hell is Burr? Yeah. Oh, Burr. okay. I've seen him. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's his thing. His, his specials are really funny on Netflix. Um. But winning for best comedy album was Tiffany Haddish. Wow, right? Yeah, and when she won the thing was crazy. She was at the time she was hosted do she was doing an episode of Kids Say the Darnest Things and she started to break out crying because mm-hmm. because and she had to and she said that she took a moment to not cry so the kids wouldn't get scared, but explain it to the kids that uh, she was crying because she would just it, val- it helped to validate all the belief that she had the hard choices that she had to make in her life. Uh, to get to where she was and on top of that no woman had won that award since whoopi goldberg in 1986 so amazing to her amazing for, uh, black mitzvah yeah okay here we go let's wrap it up so the pop categories do a leap one for uh do best pop album best pop vocal saw album that coming saw that right. coming a mile away yeah uh, she looked good she and
1: she performed pretty well
0: she too She performed pretty damn well she did
1: choreography because uh, apparently her fans have been saying we tied a little one-two stuff you've been doing little stiff shoulders man
0: i like her personality she seems like she's uh, yeah. uh humbled down to earth and and it, the fact that she maybe is counting maybe even adds to that that she's <laughs> one of us trying to get it yeah. um but we're not one of us because i could get them one 2 mm-hmm. uh here we go uh god bless you doula pete Doo- 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 um Uh, What else I can see coming from a mile away is Lady Gaga uh, and Ariana Grande, who won for Rain On Me with Best Pop Duo Group Performance. Mm -hmm. I can also see from a mile away next year's Grammys that, especially since uh, uh, Positions, Ariana is coming to clean up next year. All right? I definitely need an Album of the Year nomination. Uh, Here we go. Rap category. Nas won his first Grammy, which is a shame.
1: Crazy, y'all. Which
0: is a freaking shame. However, and we all know he should have won for Life is Good. He could have won the year he went with Khaleesi and they promoted nigger on the back Mm-mm. of his shirt. They wasn't ah, giving him shit that then. They bad. wasn't giving That's why he <laughs> didn't He might Even if they was thinking about it, they, he probably pushed it back a couple years after that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, he won his first Grammy for Best Rap Album for King's Disease. Uh Anderson pack won for best, me- best Melodic Rap Performance for mm-hmm. Lockdown and Megan the Stallion and Beyoncé won for Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song. That was a total of two Grammys uh, for each of them so far. So now I'm not even counting no more. Best r and category. Anything For You by Lettucey won her Best Traditional Pop Performance, uh-huh. uh, which was great. Robert Glasper, Michelle Indig- Indigiocello, and Her won for Best r and Song for Better Than I Imagine. It Is What It Is was uh, Best Progressive r and Album by Thundercat. Bigger Love by John Legend won for Best R&B Album and Black Parade by Beyonce for Best R&B Performance. Chloe and Halle, unfortunately, and Janae Aiko did not come home with anything. Um, And I think for me, it's a mix of the way I appreciate the way what they did with these categories where they kind of eliminated like best female, best male. That's what I see they did. Right. Um, But some of these things are kind of jumbled up in here where I think it it robs artists of what they kind of deserve just from being jumbled up like that. Best new artist. If you ever wanted to know what it looks like when an award show or an institution apologizes to somebody like Beyonce or Jay-Z for disrespecting them and asking them to come back into the fold, I think that we saw it on Sunday. begging uh, the Stallion, who is now signed to Rock Nation and also 300, won for best new artist. That's not often something that you see black people winning like that, often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for them to do that, I think that that was a nod to kind of say, okay, Jay-Z, we're going to recognize Rock Nation as, like, part of the fold now got, right uh, here you go um also folklore uh by taylor swift and also and also for beyonce you mm-hmm. know i'm no sorry i'm going back to that and also for beyonce the uh, same thing where uh they took all those moments to stop and pause and crown her as such and such and such mm-hmm. with this and that, it was that given she, thirsty <laughs> it was given thirsty and it was given like we're sorry it was yeah like, we're Please it was a lot ahead.
1: of it was a lot of ass kissing.
0: So I don't care if she comes out with two song album next year. You better nominate it for album of the year and make it win. Okay, they're going to right <laughs> uh, record of the year. Everything I wanted to be by Billie Eilish. She got up there on one. She kind of did like a, a, a Adele Beyonce moment. She took Megan Thee Stallion like. Yeah, if you've ever seen, dance.
1: if you've ever seen the Mean Girls. The end when Katie Herring has the plastic crown, and she's like, And this is for you, for Virginia you. George. Yeah. And this is for you. And this is for you. It was, ex- it was similar to that moment. <laughs> that was
0: what I felt like that, definitely. Uh, like, stop sharing the-
1: your awards with me. Stop it. It doesn't say my name on there. It says right. yours.
0: It says yours. Album of the year went to. Taylor Swift for folklore. This was her third time getting this award. You can't. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on you. God bless, ma'am. I'm just saying, I don't see the. I can never see. I will never be able to understand the rationality in you having this three times and Beyonce having it none. But God bless. Uh, and then I Can't Breathe, Song of the Year, by her and Tiara Thomas.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Ketanada also won a Grammy as well.
0: He won two. He won two. He won two Grammys. That's right. He sure did. And the performances. We don't got to go there. We y'all can look it up. Meg and uh, Meg and, and Cardi, I think y'all did a great job. Candace Owens is hating. She's threatening to sue. I hope that uh, I hope she gets nothing.
1: In other news, uh, Anita Baker, legendary singer and songwriter, uh, tweeted early, earlier this week: "Miraculously, I have outlived all of my artist contracts." Balloon emoji. They no longer, in quotations, own my name and likeness. And by law, 30-year-old masters are to be to the letter, the number two and then the letter B, to be returned to, again, me. (laughs) I have to say it this way because I found it so funny. Me with the music no emoji. Unfortunately, they're going to make me fight for it. Four is with the number four. I'm prepared to, again, number two, do that. Please don't advertise slash buy them. Sign Anita Baker. XO, balloon emoji, heart. Mm. Uh, yeah. She
0: said, she said, no one in the world buy this music. No one in the world listen to this. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you don't already own it, then put it down.
1: Right. So, although she outlived all her contracts, uh, she's referencing copyright copyright reversion, which allows musicians to retain their copyrights after 35 years. Um, <clears throat> this doesn't mean that the reversion is immediate or automatic. And according to the Future of Music Coalition, a music education and advocacy group, uh, there are step that steps that musicians have to take to regain their copyrights under the law. So...
0: Yeah. And also shout out to yeah well similarly I did also say want to say shout out to Taylor Swift though for what? not on similarly to Anita Baker oh. and that she she doesn't own her masters uh, she Scooter Braun bought the company that owns her masters and won't give them back so she is notoriously now re-recording all of her albums so mm-hmm. they can be hers um, so you know in the midst of something like that winning album of the year that's a big thing the artists uh, owning their I think at this point in history I think everybody well everybody has seen why it's so important for artists to own the mas- own their masters. Um, and we still see that there are deals out there and people still sign up to things and years later you see your favorite artist was signed to like a crazy deal. But if it's, it's as important now as it was then, something like this should not be happening to Anita Baker.
1: Exactly. So that means she doesn't want you streaming, sweet love, caught up in a rapture, giving you the best that I got. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. Until they fully give her All that she got So <laughs> Hey I, I. That was good On the way listeners What is your favorite Anita Baker song? Don't
0: stream it But tweet us at On the way weekly And let us know We're gonna go And we'll be right back
1: I've been working all night and now I need you call my name. Where you at? On the way How far? On the way Boppin', boppin boppin all away. we
0: now We're back And it's time to get into
1: The Blackness Don't touch my head it's just me against the world Who taught you to hate your fellas?
0: The Blackness Keep the on
1: Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. <laughs> I was trying to do it Danita Baker way. Why was she using why was she using numbers? <laughs> <laughs> it was like writing thorough and then writing four for four. Like that's how I'm rereading it. Huh?
0: <sighs> what happened this week, Khalil? just want to acknowledge what happened what's going on in Atlanta uh that's nuts these maga people are crazy but america y'all really don't want to uh, not america y'all but y'all, the, the senate y'all still don't want to recognize gun control you know all i'm saying is get it uh democrats y'all got the power do what needs to be done please so this week um the oscar nominations came out normally the oscars would have the academy awards would have already happened Way back in you know early March, end of February, but due to cer- due to COVID circumstances, everything's been pushed back. So the Grammys happened, and the next day the Oscar nominations came out. I just want to talk about really quickly just five nominations and give people their just due, and talk about something that kind of uh that kind of and some things that just you know the snubs or whatever, but some things that just rubs you the wrong way. Here we go. Let's talk about it. So four. Actress in a leading role. The nominations. Viola Davis, Andra Day, mm. Vanessa Kirby, great actress. Love her from the crown. She plays Prince Margaret. Uh Princess Margaret. So she's a leading lady now. That's what's up. Frances McDormand for No Land. She won uh last year, no, like two years ago already. And Carrie Mulligan. I have high hopes for Viola Davis. And even mm-hmm. Andra and even Andre Day. But watch. But what I feel in my heart is going to happen, they're going to say, and the leading actress, and the Oscar goes, dude, Gary Mulligan. For, I've never seen this movie. I'm going to go see it now and prepare myself just so when okay. they go there and disappoint me, I can at least be like, okay, I've seen the movie. Okay. Um, actor in a leading role, Riz Arnold, Anthony Hopkins, that's one of my all-time favorite actors too. Mm-hmm. Just got to let that be known. Uh, Gary Oldman, great actor. They both won already, though. Uh, um, Stephen Yoon, haven't heard. Of, I haven't seen his movie. And of course, Chadwick Boseman. You better do the right thing, Oscars.
1: We you shall better, see.
0: You better do what needs to be done, and I don't want to hear nothing else about it.
1: We shall see.
0: <laughs> we shall see uh best original song fight for you her her has mm-hmm. the op- her is again oscar, is, is an oscar is an academy award nominated artist at least and i pray that she becomes an academy award winner uh and also and also leslie odom jr for uh speak now for one night in miami now. nice yeah that's nice yeah we're gonna get there now let's talk about these things okay Best supporting actor in a role. Sasha Baron Cohen for the Chicago Seven. Borat didn't really get much. It did get a big one, though. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Paul Rachi or Racy. And Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Crazy. Now, let me un- now help me understand. Crazy. Now, I understand that the movie is called Judas and the Black Messiah. So I understand and the the Black Messiah being Fred Hampton getting the best supporting role. I get that because mm-hmm. it's the story of what happened to Fred Hampton told through the eyes of Lakeith Stanfield
1: mm-hmm.
0: through William O'Neill's, M- William O'Neill's, uh, eyes so which who plays Ju- judas if both judas and the black messiah is supporting actors who is the lead okay. who's the lead who's leading the movie
1: okay
0: questions that i had as soon as i heard this lakeith should be in it should be in the nomination for best leading actor no no questions about it
1: <sighs>
0: but um like he I, said laKeith
1: was confused <laughs> we're all confused we're all confused we're all confused we're all confused um but fuck it i guess i don't know i don't know how they actually like they thought of this i don't know what the i don't know what the thought process was behind it but to put lakeith and daniel both in the same category for Mm -hmm. supporting so who are they supporting who's who each other (laughs)
0: <laughs> they both support <laughs> <laughs> they're both supporting each other supporting each other.
1: That was the confusing part, but I mean congrats, I guess. Congrats for the Oscar now.
0: So best director nomination. Uh let's just I just let I just need to address this real quick. Uh I see Thomas Victorberg, David Fincher, Lee Isaac Chung, Chloe Zhao, and uh Emerald Finelli And Emerald Finelli and Chloe Zhao are the only ladies in the category. I don't think a woman a woman has won this award. The lady Catherine won this award for Zero Dark Thirty, I think. Mm-hmm. Um But what I see missing from this category and from the best picture category is Regina King for Best Director. You know, let's not get into the habit of thinking that because we gave Negroes Oscars one time that they don't deserve to be nominated for other things. Um, I don't understand how August Wilson, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, how I don't understand how George C. Wolfe is not in here nominated for Best Director for Anything, uh, Best Cinematography. I don't understand why... uh, 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 Denzel Washington is not nominated up in here for it as best produ- for best picture, so he can get that producer Oscar. And I don't understand why it's not nominated for best adapted original screenplay. This is August Wilson, and to say that they didn't take that work and adapt it for the screen the right way, and not even get a nomination, you're shot out. That's shot out. So we'll see.
1: We shall see. All I know is that next year's Oscar nominations. For best director, Nia da Costa better be up in there.
0: Is that for the candy man for Candyman?
1: For Candyman. She's also going to be directing Captain Marvel 2. Like, and, and just, just, I have to just say, mm. everybody keeps on saying Jordan Peele's Candyman because they see man. his name. It's right, not right. Jordan Peele's Candyman. It's when Nia DaCosta's he... da Candyman. Right. Like, yeah, He's he letting... helped produce it, but it, Nia mm. DaCosta. She's the director. Stop trying to discredit black women.
0: Amen. Okay. And the NAACP Image Awards are on March the 27th.
1: Okay, okay. Um, I want to see that. Right. That's something that I'm excited for. Right. This week from our Queen Spotlight, I have two beautiful black queens. Um, first is 78-year-old Nora Langdon. She, is, she set the powerlifting record for having 19 world records. Nia, Miss Langdon, let me have respect. Miss Langdon. Langdon is seventy-eight years young. She's wow. a power lifter. This is when when people will say like, you know, since I like lift weights and I body bodybuilding and things like that. Like, where do you see yourself? And like this, like this. I mean, I'm not gonna win, you know, records right. and awards. I'm not gonna compete because um, that's just not my thing. But okay. still into fitness right. at an older age. Right. You know, she dead lives close to 400 pounds and squats 380, bench presses 185. Definitely more than me. Squats 380 and bench presses 185. Um, I found this funny. She said, when I squat, this is what I say. I say, Holy Spirit, fall on me. (laughs) Fall on me. And I just do it and I come right on up. Okay? Like, I don't... Shout out to you, beautiful black queen. Like... Just showing that you can do this fitness thing at any age and nothing should really stop you. Um, my second queen spotlight goes to the beautiful, beautiful 12-year-old Alina Wicker. She's set to graduate high school. Hello? Hmm. High school and attend Arizona State University.
0: And how, and how
1: old, is, how, how old uh, is she? Alina's only 12.
0: How old is she? Like, I... <sighs> like, what <was sighs> I do At 12, you know what I was doing? Watching right. the rock. I was watching the rock and mm-hmm. Steve Austin The Undertaker. I was heading it. I was I yeah, was WWE. Yeah, you was watching Steve, Steve Austin
1: slam freaking two beer cans and, and uh, slurp them was and everybody's in going it. crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: 360. Yeah, yeah I 360.
1: was in it. <laughs> what? What? Meanwhile what? Meanwhile, Alina Baker wants to become the youngest woman to work at NASA. Oh. Uh,
0: come on, Katherine Johnson.
1: NASA. Five Okay. Captain Johnson she, 5.0. She, she did get in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, so. Okay.
0: Before uh, I turned 13. Yo, sure. this girl in blue. <laughs> I tell you. Yo. Thank yo. hey,
1: you. <laughs> <Like, laughs> um, she's been homeschooled and world schooled, and she admits that working for NASA has been Alina's dream. Her mom admits that working for NASA has been Alina's dream since so she was a very early age, like around four. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always like, mommy, I'm going to work for NASA and I'm going to go up there. And she would point to the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mother also said, also said that she had a gift for numbers and Legos and science. So she started to nurture that gift. That's um, mm-hmm. uh, Come on, the recipe is right there. Right there. It, it shows there. that, you know, you don't really tell people how to parent, but a good set of advice would be to, if your child has a passion in something, Let's try to Here's feed it a perfect rather example.
0: than Here's a knock example. that shit out. I'm saying a child like that, I very highly doubt that that child was raised uh, with being told, shut the fuck up, you
1: mother... Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, exactly. I am very highly doubt that that child was raised that way. And so I'm just saying, it, if you want a result, whatever you result you want in the end, be mindful of... of of the development that you're putting into your children
1: we don't know that child that child could still be getting told shut the fuck up and go sit down and go study and we don't know that's, that's very true. we don't know that's true that's, that's true let's not assume child
0: and if so i pray and if so
1: i pray for comfort. oh my god What if she said, "I want to, I want to go to NASA because I want to be away from these motherfuckers"? Somebody shut the fuck up! Please don't put that in the show. I (laughs) definitely the shout out to you two beautiful queens. Um, I'm still working on myself, so (laughs) I'm working on my healing and. (sighs) You think I'm on the way? Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: On the way, listeners, what are your Oscar predictions? Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go. NAACP Image Awards on March 27th, and we'll be right back.
1: I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. You know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. Is you tryna see me later sending pictures from my phone and up your give that face cause I don't be waiting
0: for for nobody but you Okay my baby now look what you It's a wrap It's time to get out of here but not before we leave you with some encouragement Once again you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week our quote says
1: I just hope people don't get sick of us. I'm sick of us, and I'm a Destiny's Child. <laughs> that is not the Yo, when I looked up Beyonce quotes, I wanna I be a quote,
0: oh. I want to be a whale. I would be a whale. She I love said,
1: whales. The great thing about McDonald's is that they have a lot of different things on the menu. I love their salads. I was like.
0: Leave my girl and her lifetime um, Popeye's, uh, Popeye's car alone oh, and get God. to the
1: smarts. All right. So in all seriousness, <laughs> I can never be safe. I always try and go against the grain. As soon as I accomplished one thing, I just set a higher goal. That's how I've gotten where I am. I uh, got this from Beyonce and <laughs> because the other quotes are hilarious. But definitely got this from Beyonce, and I love this because um, it shows that you really should never settle for where you are, even if you accomplish, accomplish something. I think I've also seen this kind of drive in um, other uh, public figures like Kobe, especially. You know, a lot of times he wouldn't really celebrate after certain wins, because it's like, what am I celebrating for? It's like what's know. Right. It's like, what's next? You know, let's go for higher. Yeah, um, guys. It can be it can be sometimes of a downfall because it's like, you know, sit back and enjoy you gotta, your you winnings re- and en- or enjoy. Just, or,
0: or just mark your success. Like recognize mm-hmm. that. Like, OK, take a minute to just take in that you've done that. It's unhealthy right. to not mark that. Keep going. But yeah.
1: But I also understand what she's saying, because if she would have just Definitely. said like, OK, I'm successful at just one level. All right. We had a we had a we had a gold album. OK, that's great. You know, no, we're going to work for that platinum. You know, or we had, I I came out with a great solo album. That's amazing. All right, well, then now we're going to do it again. And this time we're going to do it this way. And this time we're going to do it this way. Okay, we got this feedback. We're going to do it this way. I feel like you should be like that in life with certain things. Yes, know your limit and know when, you know, to accept your winnings and and be grateful and thankful for what you do receive. Mm -hmm. But when you accomplish that goal, always have another goal in mind. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Until you get to that point in your life where you feel full. So some people that happens, you know, after accomplishing one thing. For others, that happens after accomplishing many things. So it's years and years because they're trying to make up for the years that they've they've bullshitted. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel her.
0: So I heard the quote and uh honestly when you like what else is there to say after that? Like that's it. That's the truth. That's just the truth. The thing, the thing about my queen. The thing about my queen is that she always. I don't know if you've seen the clip, but there's like a clip where, like years ago, she set her goals. She talked about them publicly in an interview. She was like, "I think in the next 10, 20 years, I'd like to have a couple more Grammys, do like a have a couple kids, be married, have like mm-hmm. a visual like album, win a couple awards for that, like go on to do you know do these humanitarian efforts." Uh, start a business, and continue to be an entrepreneur. And she set those things early and did many versions of those things and then continued to build on those versions because Mm -hmm. she knew she wasn't done yet and still knows she's not done. But she got started. I think that can be the hardest thing sometimes when you're in your head is just to get started. Like, it may not be perfect at first, but just get started and keep going. And once you do that and you don't settle – You end up with 28 Grammys. Okay. Uh, Okay? Uh, You become the most decorated person ever. I mean, that's not going to be everybody's outcome. But the point is that you'll keep growing in your craft. You'll keep growing and surprising yourself in ways in your field that you didn't... you, You set out to do one thing, and you do that, and it leads to something completely different that still serves your purpose and makes you a better person.
1: Right. I agree.
0: Yeah. So... Congratulations, B. If you're looking for me, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at K A H L I L X D A N I E L. And on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash K X D music. You can also find all my music streaming on Apple, Title, Spotify, and any other digital streaming platform under Khalil Daniel.
1: And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, mainly on Twitter, because I love that app. And Instagram is weird with this algorithm. Mm. So, yeah. Instagram, count your fucking days, bro. <laughs> it's The algorithm is so whack. Like, I know yeah. what it's like. I, I get it with the whole, oh, it's based on what you like and what you see. But Instagram literally shows me so, the same people Mark, every single time. Mr. Zucker-
0: Mr. Zuckerberg, we liked it better before you bought it so if you could just find a way to go back to giving us what we
1: like while still getting your coin we'd
0: appreciate that just thanks something
1: else. that app is so boring um yeah but you can find me on instagram and twitter
0: and for everything else you heard this week you can find us on our facebook at facebook.com slash instinct entinc and on our website at instinctent.com on the way
1: and if you like what you hear, please make sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends. Uh, we're on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate review, share it. Post it. Help us out.
0: Tweet it. Share it and repeat it. Shout out to us Pat. Alright, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. one time, three times, two time, me time, meet time, 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 time,
0: we roll, three time, we...
1: schedule so